so that kind of brings us to the next question. Mm-hmm. Um, how do people be an effective ally? Um, not only people of color, um, but white people as well. Uh, how, I know a lot of people can get scared and therefore stay silent because they don't want to offend. Um, so how do we, how, how can we tell people to be an effective ally? Yes. And make sure, like, we clarify we do not hate people. Yes. That includes white people, cops, anyone really. This is not about you. We're just explaining the Black Lives Matter moment. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a movement. We're talking about being anti-racism. And, you know, we're trying to go against the mentality that we were taught through white supremacy. The amount of Caucasian people who have honestly really stepped up, not just doing yes. it because is mind-blowing. Yesterday I watched a video of four black men pulled over in Los An- in a Los Angeles neighborhood, um, handcuffed against a wall. I guess they had been handcuffed for like 40 minutes and about 10 minutes into that handcuffing, the police knew they didn't have the right people. It's like okay. suspects. And this neighborhood, which was white, let me, the stuff they were filming and the stuff they were saying to the Good. police, they were yelling to the black guys, do not talk. They were such beautiful allies. Um, it was just incredible. And one of those black men was a 71 year old man. That could have been my dad. Right. Like I tell people that, like, I tell people like, they're like, Oh, what does a black lives matter? I'm like, imagine this. If that's Chauncey's dad or Chauncey's uncle or Chauncey's son, how would you feel? And they're like, I'll feel awful. I'm like, well, think of that when you see that happen on TV. Think about your own family. So back to your original question, like what can an ally do? And I, I said this the other day in a podcast, I am a firm believer that everything starts with like an individual to individual kind of communication. You know, Mm -hmm. we can protest in the streets and have this grand thing all we want, but that eventually protests are going to stop, you know, but if, if I'm not talking to, you know, my white friend or a white person, helping them to understand really on like a basic human level, it's never going to change. You got to change what's inside you got to make them see your plight through your eyes or or and their eyes for people to understand you know what I mean how do you feel do you feel like you're like for me personally right now I'm like the token black friend right now but everyone's asking me questions or texting me people I haven't talked to in like a year or like months Hmm. hey how are you doing which is great but they're asking like they give me these like I I swear to god it has to be a google like template to send to their black friends because I'm getting the same, you know, I'm here, I like see she's you. Laughing. She's like, oh I kid you not, I see you, I feel you, I love you, I've done it. I'm like, where did you get this from? Like, I'm very blessed that you're reaching out to me, but I've been doing being Black for 30-something 30, like 30 years now. Right. <laughs> this is not going to change. And I will text Heather, like, here, Heather, here's another one this week, guys. Here's another one today. Right. I get them every day. Like, I think some of my friends forget that I am a Black woman. I think they just see me as Chauncey. They don't see me mm-hmm. as... Chauncey, who is a black woman, is good and bad. Yeah, it's good and bad, but I'm just like this. I've been through this for 32 something years, so I'm like, exactly, this is nothing new for me. I'm just glad you guys caught up. Yeah, I think for me this week, I have gotten a lot of calls, and they're all of them extremely genuine. I didn't start getting them until I posted that uh, three part post about some literally three or four of my experiences out of the hundreds, you know, that I've had. Um, My white friends and even Asian friends or people in the industry that I know have all really stepped up to make sure that I'm, they're like, we had no idea because A, black people don't shout from the rooftops 
I've been racismed or whatever that's yeah, like. I've been calling so, I've been called the N-word today no. on our forehead that says racism happens to me. Like like <laughs> no. that, so you know, if we talk about it, we're they say we're whining. If we don't talk about it, why didn't you say anything? So it's like when I posted that, um, a lot of people and it just it really melts in my heart. Well, um reached out to me and these are people that I talk to all the time you know I yeah. haven't had anybody reach out to me that I haven't talked to in a really long time that has not happened I wish, um, I wish. yeah that hasn't <laughs> happened for me I've had some really genuine people like, like there's people like reached me. out yeah See, not even I get the text oh no I haven't gotten the one the text where they don't have to actually interact I've gotten the phone calls where talk to me about this I'm so sorry you went through this and I really appreciate that yeah I've had a few friends of mine who've actually reached out to me and had like open discussions like mm -hmm. and a lot of my friends are very like different like you know ethnicities and everything so we had like open discussions but then some people are like this so where were you like Heather knows for instance this one person like real like where were you post like you're not like you're very about the black culture you're a white straight male but you're all about the black culture but like where's your post is about like just don't put a black box up like right. pull up like do this and I had an honest conversation with him Heather knows mm -hmm. and you know now he's all about it now because you have yeah. to like remind him like this is how the world is Heather right. stop laughing <laughs> I had, I had comments about all of this because it was just kind of like you cannot be loud and bullshit. proud about the culture and love it and this and that and be so into it and then when something happens and you count like your voice counts in some in some areas it counts more yeah like and not have it I have a like challenge for a lot of white Ooh. guys right now. Ooh, tell us. <laughs> because I've experienced this a lot. You know, I've, I've dated across the spectrum. I, like, do not Same. when it comes to dating. Same. So Same. I've had a lot of instances where, you know, I'm safe. Yes. Just exotic enough, you know. <laughs> you know, oh, look at this trophy I have. Um, but when I start talking about, and in every relationship I've ever had, I always that's where I always you have to, you have to. And there is a lot of white men who have dated black women who the minute that conversation becomes a little too much, they're gone. Cause you're not this silent trophy where they can just say, look, look how cool I am with this Brown yeah. person and black person by my side. And I want all those white guys out there who, you know, who you are and you know, you've done it to call those women and apologize. Yeah. That's what exactly. I want to do. Apologize. Acceptable. Yeah. And tell them that you understand you did that and, you know, make amends because that has also hurt a lot of black women who have dated men out of their race. We walk away going, what did I do? Like, you don't even, you know, what, what? acknowledge that I'm black. Like, it's okay to acknowledge that I'm black. It's fine. Exactly. Or like, my thing is like, your silence is a betrayal. And then he was like, you're really pretty for a black girl. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, bitch, I am. I am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 I am. <laughs> Thank you. I get the, and I've gotten this a lot it, throughout my life. Um, what are you? I'm black. No. Yeah. No, but you're so pretty. I'm sorry. Yeah. Black like, women not pretty? Yeah. Heather, you get that. Are you, are you mixed? And mm -hmm. Heather's like, here we go. Right. Heather, yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, that's why you're so pretty because you're mixed. Yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And you're like, uh, like just they, it's they, you understand yeah. what you sound yeah so how do yeah. you feel about like you know having allies like what do you consider a true ally i have in the last 
four years, my circle has gone like, yeah. really little. And there's a lot of people that I used to hang out with. Some of them are doing it, but there's a lot of them that I used to hang out with who I no longer hang out with for whatever reason. It might not be a racist reason. It might, but for whatever reason, we don't hang out. And I've noticed a lot of those people have not pulled up. Yeah, and there's... I, okay, you know, and my friends, you know, one of my best friends is a, a gay white man from Philadelphia. You know, oh. we do everything together. We talk every day. We are on the phone talking about this, you know. He called me and said, what should I post today? And it's not in a tell me what to do way. He's like, no, what do you, should I post this one or should I post this one? You know, <laughs> I didn't know about this. I didn't know about that. And, you know, he and I talk about race all the time before yeah. this last two weeks. And um, he's an ally, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's an ally, you know, I have, and I want to, I also want to give a shout out to, you know, a lot of brands are being called out for not being allies. I love it. There's a lot of brands that I've worked with who have been my ally before this, who have constantly hired me, constantly mm -hmm. paid me, not just sent me product, but even the ones who put me on their product list. You know, there are a lot of brands like that. And I think they deserve to also be called out for what they did before they were forced to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of brands there's that I like. Brand called Orbe that like. Well, I love Orbe. The fuck up two years ago brought out an entire black curly hair, hair. Line, yeah. curly line and when I, I don't mean just like generic this is for curly they have a they had a pamphlet they got sent with all the different numbers of the curls mm -hmm. and use this cocktail of products they hired a black woman to conceptualize it for them they really pulled up two years ago before anybody was asking them to pull up and they have hired they did it consistently over the years yeah, and like, like stuff and like I, that. and I they haven't hired me for they actually haven't hired me for the black campaigns they know I'm black they've hired me for the just the campaigns and yeah. that's my thing right now is I don't I don't want everybody to walk away from this um and you know when a month we see you know they scramble a little budget together and then we <laughs> see this black campaign from blah blah blah, blah. Oh. I want them to hire black influencers as a part of their normal thing and pay black influencers what you pay a white influencer if they have yes. the same following and the same uh, interactions and engagement. And you know, just, we don't wanna, black people don't wanna feel like you're making a special thing for us. We're that fetish, we're not fetish. That's what you do with a two-year-old, you know what I mean? <laughs> special cake, you know? We wanna feel like, we want to just be a part of your, just include. You're yeah, thinking just about things every day. Yeah, when you're thinking about influencers, <laughs> we want to be a part of the pool that you yes. pull from. Yeah, like oh um, no, and I think right now, like I probably, I really do feel like COVID happened for a reason because can you imagine going to an office right now with all this racial tension? Mm -hmm. Oh my Ooh, god, oh. no. COVID happened. I don't know. I don't know, like the real reason, but COVID, the 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 um, result of it is that everybody was forced to slow down yeah, because of that though i mean that's why we are where we are and we're talking about these things too i mean yeah. i can't imagine i i would like to say that the uprising due to george floyd's um murder mm -hmm. would have been as severe as what it is now but without covid but i don't think that would be the truth i did a podcast the other day and she goes well why do you think well, she asked me why do you think this particular video or this particular incident caused this and i said because 
the, the poor 17 year old black girl, child, child who was forced to film this, who had the wherewithal to actually turn on our camera and film it, she was this close to the incident. We're literally right here like, watching this man everything. A lot of the other videos are obscured or it's really far away or she blurry. was there. He's right there. And you can see his eyes and you can see his suffering and you literally watch him die. And for black people, white people, every, that was traumatic. terrifying and traumatic. Like it, to, I couldn't even like, it took me 24 hours to just even realize what I saw. Like we've seen videos of the past like five years of this mm -hmm. crazy behavior, but that one like shook a core. Cause you just like see him call for his mom. And you're like, right wait, why are you not? Yeah, like it was just that girl. Like I pray for her. I whatever therapy she needs, I, really I will put hope, money on it. I really hope that a, some therapist gives her for the next four years. Pro it's probably Ivanka. What's that? What's woman's name? Ivanka Save Your Life. What's her name? I don't know. Alana, I don't know. Alana oh. Save Your Life. Oh, she's on OWN. I, 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 she has I, a show uh, on uh, OWN. Ayana. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. That she was. wrote a book called, oh, damn, I can't remember the name of it. It's right in my other room, but I'm not going to jump and go get it. I have a book from her from like 15 years ago. And it's uh -huh. like daily affirmations. You get up and read one every day. And it is just perfection. Yeah, she needs to go yeah. talk to her. Like, yeah. go meet her because she will, she will take care of you. Yeah, she she has to she has to because if you're feeling like this, and it was I mean she, she, back, she was literally she, a van like you know the width of a van away. Yeah, it was really you know. Yeah, like it's something that no nobody should go through, especially a child. She's seventeen. Like you're a child. Like your minds haven't formulated anything yet, really. To be honest with you, yeah, she's supposed yeah. to be you know flirting with boys and having fun staying out all night and like yeah. you know eating Living a good life food and like yeah. you know, shopping with money that you shouldn't spend doing mindless shit that's what she should be doing right now yes not, not thinking about so what's moving forward for you with this whole you know because for social slaves we're not going to like we're gonna of course keep our posts like you know women empowerment and all yeah. that stuff and of course our articles but we're also gonna make sure that we incorporate way more of what we're doing now a post in the morning talking about racial injustice for mm -hmm. everyone and then also the afternoon would be like you know our regular like you know empowerment our funny posts you know right but we want to keep like that same energy like how are you gonna go moving forward because this is not over no i just feel like next week you're gonna see the same the same hoochie mamas on instagram acting <laughs> like <laughs> the same hoochie mamas like hey, you just caught my heart you said hoochie mamas I love yes, it. Hey guys. I have not heard Hoochie in so long. <laughs> Hoochie Mom. I didn't want to say thought. So I was like, Hoochie Mom. I don't like her thought. Hoochie so much better. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, what's I like Hoochie Mom? I was like, my mom's saying Hoochie Mama. So, like, <laughs> I know for a fact tomorrow or starting, like, yeah, yeah, probably tomorrow. Hey guys, look at my new products. Right. So, look, this is my feeling about it. Hoochie Mamas can go back to being Hoochie Mama <laughs> as long as they incorporate black products, mm -hmm. black uh, owned businesses. It doesn't have to be every post, obviously, but no. incorporated again, normally, not here's a black birthday cake, here's a special moment, you know what I mean? Incorporated normally into your everyday thing. And that's what I plan on doing. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna be sure, you know, next month you're not gonna see like super black power posts on It my might be again. <laughs> 
at this rate, do we know what's going to happen? Yeah, we <laughs> yes. don't. It's like, yeah, we, we have, have to keep that energy. Yeah, keep, keep that energy. energy. But for me, the way I'm going to do it, and I feel like a lot of times, just uh, again, racism happens be a lot of times because people don't understand that black, brown, Asian, Native American people, you know, all the people of color around the world are actual normal people, you know? So they that, think we're course. this like boogeyman, you know, yeah, scary. Do normal things. And I, I think in order for racists or racists who have that little thing that they're able to reform, there are some that are just never going to change. Yeah, um, they have to, they have to understand that, that we are normal people who get up, brush our teeth, do our hair, worry about our families, worry about how we look, eat, yes. you know, drink, have fun at bars, laugh, everything Same that they do in their family, we do. And it's no different, you know? So on that note, I've gotten this question a lot. Well, how do you feel like, even people in my, in like my cousins and like distance cousins, they're like, well, let's talk about black on black crime. No one wants to talk about that. I'm like, black on black. how do I, crime. That's a whole nother. How do we, yeah, and I'm just like, yeah. I'm just like you and got I'm another like, two hours? <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, don't come with me with that. Like, yeah. how do I break this down for you? If Trayvon gets in a fight with Lil Quan, and Lil Quan, <laughs> I'm just thinking of these black names. No, it's these stereotypes, right? So Lil Quan gets murdered, and you know, Lil Trayvon goes to jail for the rest of his life, right? But if Kyle, you know, Mr. Perfect Kyle beats Lil Trayvon, he's not going to jail that long or even at all he gets a month probation yes so like i have to tell people that they're like oh i'm like this think about what you say before you say it because you have to think of all the yes like everything like totally and i think like at the root of the problem i just posted a video like midnight last i don't know why i posted midnight it's like the least time anybody's gonna see it i was like hey people are up okay (laughs) yeah people were up. there's a lot of views on it not a lot of comments which tells me that this hasn't sunk in quite yet because I think there's 60,000 or 50,000 views and there's like 36 comments. See, that's weird. I just posted my stories. I'm like, hey guys, the views are great, but let's, you know, I have, there's thousands of sharers, thousands of saves for it, but 36 comments. And I'm like, this tells me that people are not, they're still not ready to talk about stuff. So um, it's just a video that, um, gosh, I can't remember her name right now. Let me look. she breaks down uh, black people in American history like I've never seen before. This woman's name is Kimberly Latrice Jones. Look at that video and she breaks down why, you know, we talk, on, talk about black on black crime. She's breaking down why ro- looters loot for the most yeah. part. And it's, wow. It literally, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, you gotta watch it and share it with everybody. It's really, you you guys, if you can't put it on your page, it's really amazing. And it's like, black on black crime is not something that came out of thin air. It's a product of something along the way. I don't know what that thing is. My mom always says it's because after school programs were defunded in the 80s. Yeah. And people had nothing to do, you know? They had nothing but time. Nothing but time. So it's like, you know, there's an, I believe there's an answer to every, every time a Caucasian person is like, well, what about this? They're doing this. You guys do this. There's an answer for all of that. And the answer always stems back to systemic racism.
wrap up like our key ways you can show up and be an ally. First way, person to person interaction. You know, talk to people, ask questions, actually listen. If you if you are white and you get slightly offended, check that offense that you're getting and actually try to hear what the other person is saying to you because we're the ones who've been going through it. Um, second, teach your children from a very young age. Make sure they understand. Make sure they never judge someone by the color of their skin. If you have ever in your household said something that's racially charged or judgmental about people of color in front of your child, sit them down right now and have a conversation about how you were wrong and that you shouldn't do that because children repeat everything they hear. Um, and you know, just keep, keep, um, not necessarily posting black lives matter, but keep posting black influencers, black businesses, black corporate people keep highlighting people of color all honestly from this point forward i think all people of color yes. you know should start to get um highlighted I, I feel like we started this movement black people started this movement it's white people right now who are you know kind of making i don't want to say making it happen but i always say there's there's no shame like a shame from your own people If black people shame a white person, that is not going to hit the way a white person shaming a white person does. So, you know, shame people who are acting out of pocket, you know, and racist. And those, you know, I don't want to, I think giving like a 10 point laundry list is too much. You know, those three, those three points right there, if we just start practicing that, then we can move on to the next list. You got to start practicing the first bunch first. It's like learning how to, I don't know get a ball and a hoop. I don't know why I did that <laughs> because I've never played basketball, but <laughs> literally like baby steps. So it's baby, steps. Baby, baby steps. Baby steps. Thank you. <laughs> it's called baby steps. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, those, are my, those are my three. Definitely. No. And I'm going to have to agree with all of that on top of just taking the time just to read and educate, you know, as a non-black person of color, it is on me and um, everyone else to take the time to read, to watch, to have these conversations, to listen to podcasts. I mean, we are definitely in the digital age. We have so much that we can consume. Why not consume some things that, you know, teach you things, like (laughs) teach you these lessons that we should be talking about that unfortunately schools do not teach. So, you know, you were given a nice basis in school for how to research and how to listen and pay attention and all that kind of stuff. So use it and educate yourself that way as well. Thank you guys for listening to us now. Thank you for Tay for being here. Like you have no idea how amazing this was and we have to keep doing this. Yes. And so she slays. We're here. We're excited. We will give you a slide to where places to donate it, um, organizations and places that you should really reach out to and pull up for. So have a great night and we will can't wait to see you guys again. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.